Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. I thought I was clear. Um, I don't want to go with you. I don't want you to come. I'm trying to protect you! I know, but I'm, I'm a big girl, too. I just wanted to tell you good luck! Zooks, please. You are incredibly susceptible to mind control. For for one thing, there's apparently some living coral beings in here who have not been sort of integrated into the tower. This spire, as you read it, it says, Orlean creates broadcast machine. Are you here to open the passage to the new world? So you let me take care of this situation. She gestures to just like everything in the room. Holler if you get in a bit above your head. Hand of Guidance is dead. She was an ambitious woman and... Um, okay. She will be missed by some, I, I assume. And he looks down at the three of you and says, I'm not doing this. The banisters of that staircase stretch out to the side and form sort of smaller spires that, that branch out behind it. And uh, one particularly large piece of coral uh, floats to the front of the pile and standing behind the three of you, um, between you and the staircase, is a massive coral dragon. Let's roll for initiative. Okay, okay. So for real, roll initiative. For I don't know real? if you, for real do it. I don't know if you did it when we recorded last a couple of weeks ago, but um, well, baby, I got me a nineteen plus two. That's a twenty-one, baby. That's a big number. Usually, if you say roll for initiative, I just think like he doesn't mean now. He doesn't, he doesn't mean, mean it. it. Yeah. That's that's Griffin's uh, cliffhanger of like, but then whose child is it or whatever? Yeah. Right? Like, blah, 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 blah. You I rolled an eleven time. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a big uh, 11 for me as well. Whoa. What happens in case of tie? Yeah. Uh, Who has the best dexterity? Whoever has the best dexterity. It looks like Amber and then Zook. So uh, top of the order is Devo. Again, just to paint the scene, you are in a, a massive chamber that you climbed up the spiral staircase to. Uh, there was a, a staircase leading up to a platform 30 feet up where uh, Benefactor Orlean has built his little tone wheel apparatus connected to his ship. Uh, but that staircase has collapsed. He has retreated inside his ship. And from the staircase, uh, there emerged a giant coral dragon who is... Definitely already sort of in fighting mode uh, against you all. This is not a let's talk it out with the with the coral dragon situation. I think I Griffin. I think that was clear from context. Okay, well, I don't I'd... think that it was like oh he summoned a big coral dragon. The coral dragon's like listen, guys, 
I don't want to be here either. Yeah. Um, what can we do? I didn't pick up on the clues because I Zooks was getting ready to say, Mama. Well, yeah. that's what Zooks does. Yeah, yeah. Z- Zooks is, is yeah. baby birding it yeah. left and right around here. Yeah. Um, but Devo is going to cast Bane. Okay. Um, and uh, that that their dragon is going to need to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. I will and I that. can't imagine a dragon's charisma is that a coral dragon. Uh, my friend, it's a plus five. Get the fuck out! Really? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's charisma saving throw is plus eleven. No. I swan to John. On a coral, like, bone dragon? Yeah. Uh, does a 15 save? It just barely does. No. Oh. Well, what does Bane do? Well, uh, so the it would make you... Yeah. Um, ...have to roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from attack rolls or saving throws. Oh, interesting. Oh, that would have been helpful. That would have been very helpful. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe. Let it, let it be known. I think in the history of this show, this is the first dragon you all have fought. And this one is a bad boy. Um, so would you describe this as a dungeon? I would describe this as a dungeon, yes. We're oh getting God, right. It's happening. Yeah, it's uh, really there. happening. We can finally be done with this fucking game. <laughs> does uh does it do anything on a failed or on a successful? It does save? not. Okay. No. Okay. Well uh, uh so what I will say. Amber, um, do better than I just did and give Bardic Inspiration. Okay. And then I am going to, like, hide? Uh, that hiding is an action, but, I mean, you can definitely uh, step away I from I mean, I'm going to, like, scoot back. Can you lay out the landscape? Am I right in thinking, like, now there's, like, a big gap between where we are and the platform that has... It's 30 feet straight up. Shoot. Yeah, it is a huge gap. Oh, it's up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, next in the order is the dragon. Uh, it is going to... As, I'm going to hide behind Zooks. Okay. Uh, as it finishes forming, it is going to uh, swing. It's going to try and bite Zooks. Uh, so let's roll that first. Ooh, 15 versus AC, Zooks. AC's 14. Uh, okay. Uh, it is going to hit you for uh, 11 points of piercing damage. Uh, and then it is going to swing its claws at you twice, Amber. That's going to be a an 18 and a 17. Versus Two hits. That's going to be eight and nine. So 17 points of uh, slashing damage. How much all together? 17? 17. Uh, and then I want everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I'm feeling a little mean now, Griffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 13. Mm, 21. Okay. Nat 20, 21. Wow. Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. Now, this is twice in a row we've tied. That's, I mean, this is is a good one for you to tie on. Uh, You all feel, uh, not not just Zooks, like all of you feel your just life energy being sapped into this coral dragon. Uh, Zooks and Amber, you are able to shake it off. Devo, you feel you feel like you just got off like a forty-eight hour bender. 
uh, as you succumb to its sapping presence, your speed is halved and you have disadvantage on attack rolls until the end of the dragon's next turn. Okay. Uh, and on a successful save, you are immune to this sapping presence for 24 hours. So, Amber and Zooks, you, you hold on strong. Nice try. Uh, okay. Next in the order is Amber Gree. Uh, okay. Well, I am... Go- we're, uh, can you paint the picture a little bit for me? Like, what you say dragon. Like, what, what am I looking at here? This thing is... Let's I'm see. sorry to get so technical. I'm not trying to get you to just paint a picture, but, like, when, you, when your thing is punching, you have to know where the punches should go. Exactly. Uh, I- imagine a sort of skeletal dragon. It is of the huge class, which means it is uh, huge. Huge. Uh, <laughs> I would say, Thank you. I would say uh, tail to to snout, maybe like twenty feet long. Uh, and it, ah, is it on two legs? Is it on big. four legs? It is on, I've it, seen bigger. It is on four legs with uh, sort of skeletal coral wings that uh, are are just about as wide as it is long. Now, how would that work? Griffin? I always have to ask this. Also, what is the water orientation currently? It's empty. There is no water in this chamber. Okay. How would they fly How high the ceiling? Wings? Uh, the ceiling, I would say, is about 50, 50 feet up. It's a huge chamber that you are in. Um, pointless wings. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not... I think the artist was having a bit of fun there. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this thing is art. It was, it was uh, created by Orlean, bending to his will. This is not like an animal that usually exists. It's made out of like bleached coral people. So it's, it's a, it is a monstrosity. Okay, um, how high off the ground would the like where the wings meet the dragon be? Uh, maybe eight feet. Great. Okay, I can make that. Uh, I'm gonna try to leap to where the wings meet the uh, the body. Uh, make a make an acrobatics check for me. Twenty one. Yep, you are definitely able to get up there. You you avoid a it bites trying to chomp on you, but you just sort of hop right through its jaws uh, as it tries to clamp them down on you. Perfect. Um, I'm going to summon my arms and the visit to the astral self. Okay. What save uh, is that? Those as, as part of the what? For me. Yeah, it's just a, you don't, um, oh, I guess there is a save associated with the arms of the astral self uh, deck saving throw. That is not this thing's strong suit. That's only an eight. Okay, that doesn't. So you're going to take 2d6 force damage. Okay. That's going to be 7 uh, on that. Um, and then I'm going to pop out the visit of the Astral Self. And I am going to attack it where the body meets the wings. I, I figured that's as close as I'm going to get to like a weak point. And I'm hoping I can hammer away at that. Uh, oh. And try to separate the wings of the body. Okay. Uh, Visage of the Astral Self is like its own, like, ability, it's, right? Okay, so super quick, it's, it's, uh, see in the darkness, um, advantage on whiz and charisma checks. Okay. And, um, I can basically amplify my voice so everybody in 600 feet or, like, s- smallify my voice so only one creature can hear me 60 feet away. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so why don't you go ahead? Not that big of a deal, but hey, it's free. Sure. So here, uh, go ahead and attack with your uh, with your arms of the astral cell. One d eight plus two. Yeah, but you have to roll to hit first, so it's plus okay. six. Okay. Well, I have a okay. 
My sheets has a plus five, so add. Well, your arms of the astral self wisdom attack. Oh my god, that's a crit. Well, it's a natural twenty. Hooray! So that's two d eight. Two d eight. Yeah. Plus two. It's two d eight plus three actually. If you use your wisdom. Plus three. Uh, okay, so that's uh, ten. Ten. Just on the first attack, right? That's the first one. Jesus, please us. Okay. Uh. Let's go ahead and do my second attack, right? Yep, that's just part of your attack action. You get two of them. Okay. Oh, that's not gonna make get it. No, that's a, a four plus five. Wait, no. Oh yeah, you did roll the right. No, it should be plus six, but still, a ten is not going to hit this thing. Okay. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, How's it looking? How's that connection looking? It's definitely weakened. I, I would say one of its wings is now just kind of hanging at the side of its body. Um, not that it was providing much, you know, flying support in the first place, but it is, it is, uh, uh, yeah, it definitely did some damage there. Uh, okay, Zooks, you are next up in the order. How close is Zooks to this dragon? I mean, you're very close. It, it, it just, uh, it just... You guys have been friends you. for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? way back. She never rough right. moments. Never yeah. right. Yeah, rough moments, but it made you actually closer when it was all said and done. The spot that Amber just attacked, where the wing yeah. uh, attaches the body. How close am I to that? Uh, I mean, within within ten feet. Okay. Um. Okay, I want to do this right. I want to get this correct. So, if I have to do a bonus action, do I have to do it first or second? Does it matter? It depends on if the bonus, if you're doing like um, one of your bonus actions is in result of a, a, a hit on an attack. Okay, right? this Are you is thinking not about gathered swarm. Okay, no, this is not. Okay, then yeah, you can do bonus action whenever. Okay. I am going to use my new power, Writhing Tide, which allows Zooks to hover 10, what? ten feet. Wow. I can oh, fly. Your foot farts. Your uh, foot farts. I can it's fly with happening. my you foot can farts. You can For hover. real. You can hover. Yeah, but I can go 10 feet. So... Um, Zooks flies up to that same spot on the dragon. Okay. And um, attacks it with uh, his uh, dagger. Not your crossbow? You, you can do whatever, man. No. No, no. Let, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll shoot it with the crossbow. Okay. I believe you're at a point now where you also get two attacks per uh, per action. Uh, so why don't you roll your first attack, please? Uh, 19. Uh, that hits. Okay. And that does six damage. Uh, okay. You can also do your gathered swarm. That is just a free I'm, action after you I know, get a hit. But do, don't I get another hit if I use uh, the crossbow again? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can add the gathered swarm to either one of the two attacks. Then I'm going to hit again. Okay. With the crossbow? We'll, we'll, we'll see. This time, not so good. It's an 11. No, your second shot goes wide, but if you want to still do the gathered swarm after the first attack, yeah. you are yeah. more, than, more than welcome. Okay. Uh, you can do extra damage. You can... I'm going to do 
Wait, yeah, extra damage or move it? That doesn't make much sense. Or you can move. Um, no, I'm going to do the extra damage. Okay. Uh, roll um, 1d6 extra piercing damage. That is a four. Okay, so another 10 damage. Uh, very, very good round, boys. Thanks, Dad. Well, some of us. Uh, Some of us had a good round. Uh, okay, with that, that wing. I'm that hovering. Have... Is anybody yeah. going to react to Zook's hovering? No. I hey, Zook's, good job. Yes, good job on the hovering. Holy shit. Well, I got to <laughs> say, Dad, you made such a big fucking production out of it. Yeah. You didn't actually leave a lot of oxygen left in the room oh. for other people to be impressed. If you had just quietly said, like, well, Zook's is going to hover, we would have been like, what? Wow. Huh? Incredible. But hold, a bit of a, hold a bit of a trap. I was, I was yes, cool. thank you. I, I wasn't was, going to say it. I thought it would be too mean to say it. But I was it very was kudo a, hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dad, it was a real mean. Don't move. be. It's not me, Travis. You get it from somewhere, baby. That's I mean, true. you pull a Clint, maybe is the way. Oh, yeah, that's the way we hey, should word it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the I mean, here's the thing. No matter which one of the brothers is your least favorite, blame it on Dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, all the good stuff's from our mom. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, wing that you all have been uh, focusing on just straight up falls off. And it just kind oh, of uh, hell yes. uh, uh, sort of melds back down into the, the floor. Uh, and with that, we are back at the top of the order with uh, Devo. So, Griffin. Yes. Let me tell you what I want to do. Okay. And you tell me how to do it or if it's even possible. Okay. Knowing that this dragon is a creation yes. of Orleans' will. Yeah. I want to challenge that will. Okay. Do you have a spell uh, in mind? So that can I, do that? I have suggestion, hmm. uh, which lets me dictate a course of action, and they have to make a wisdom saving throw against it. So that's one possibility. Or I could do a contested roll against, I guess, Orlean or the yeah. dragon or something. I think you, I honestly, Trav, I think you would have to do both things. I think in order to sort of overcome Orlean's control on this thing, you mm-hmm. would have to contest him. And then in order for your thing to actually find purchase in the the dragon's mind would be a, a second uh, a second thing. Okay. Uh, I, th- I think that contesting it makes more sense. And then we can like uh, sort of uh, rectify that with a sort of psychic damage to this construction. But okay. I, you're not, you're not going to be able to completely close off Orlean's control on it um, with, with the contest, right? Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So let's let's do, I guess, a charisma contest. Ooh. Uh, okay. Orlean has a plus five. To he does. He is a. He's. A, I hate that guy though. Yeah, okay, I got a twenty-one. That is a thirteen. Uh. Okay. I'm going to say that. Uh, any sort of psychic... Can I de- wait, can I describe it for a yeah, second? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so uh, Devo summons up every like image of like Orlean being dismissive and Orlean very much like not seeing in Devo whatever it was that the Hand of Guidance saw and like whenever Guidance wasn't around, just like not giving him the time of day, treating him like shit. And like Guidance wasn't great either, but at the very least, like she was invested in Devo. Yeah. And he's just like, Fuck you. I'm ready to beat 
to be like, I'm better than you at this. Yeah, you feel you feel this uh, this maneuver that you are taking kind of take Orlean's breath away, even though he is not anywhere near you or visible to you at all. Uh, and as you feel that, you all see the dragon kind of uh, stumble a little bit. Uh, I think to put this in sort of numbers, why don't you roll just an auto hit on this dissonant whispers at, at third level and, and deal that psychic damage to it. Okay, dissonant whispers, third level. Uh, okay. So oh, you know what? Go ahead and do it at fourth level. I didn't realize you had fourth level spells. Ooh, okay. At fourth level, that's 24 points of damage. Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah, it it uh, it doesn't, like, collapse or fall apart or anything like that, but it is moving uh, a bit slower. Uh, you all are really doing a lot more damage to this thing than I thought you would conceivably do in a round and a half. Uh, fortunately, it is its turn, and I want all of you... Well, first of all, let me describe what happens next. Uh, you see what appears to be electricity course through the, the the base of this thing, through its feet and up its legs and down the length of its tail and torso, and then finally it all sort of collects in its skull, and you see this just, like, crackling electricity behind its, its uh, vacant eye holes, uh, and then it opens its mouth and releases a, uh, a bright yellow cloud of electricity uh, across the floor of the room. I want everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. 15. Good lord, Zooks. 25. Did you crit? No, 19. Okay. Amber? Ooh. I got you, Griff. That's a two. That's a two plus five. You, you I'm still here, have. I'm here to give you your drama. You crave. Yeah. You uh, have a bardic inspiration. It, it, it. I will say this: it would not, it would not do anything. Oh, okay. So my fifteen is not going to do it then. <laughs> no, your fifteen is not going to do it. Uh, but I Zooks, picked up from that mathematically. Zooks, I mean, Zooks, you see this from above, right? Because you're hovering in the air as your friends are swallowed up in this bright yellow crackling cr- cloud. And when it passes, they are both struggling to stay on their feet as they are both hit for uh, 24 points of lightning damage. Oof. Hey, ow, baby. <laughs> 24, you say? Yes. Uh, okay. But that all seems right. to have taken all of this thing's sort of energy as it is trying to uh, catch its breath, so to speak. Uh, and that's when we wake up from this horrible dream. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we're back in our beds. Uh, next in the order is uh, Amber Green. Does it have eyes? No, it has eye holes. But this thing doesn't have, you know, uh, the usual Organ. organs. Organs. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, I'm gonna try to attack its uh, one of its feet. Try to knock it off balance. Okay. Just using your your big glowing fists. Yeah, Griff. I thought I'd go with that. Go, go that route. Okay. Uh, roll your first attack roll. All right. Oh, uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen does not hit. Ooh. All right. Here comes the follow up. Here comes the boom. That's There's 20. The oh, that is another, your second crit. Jesus. 
Somewhere, uh, Kevin James nods. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that. Yes, Justin, that was the boom. There went the boom. Uh, You're the boom now, dog. Okay, so that is... Go, go ahead and roll... T- oh, my God. <laughs> my damage of my D8 is two ones. Fantastic. Uh, what a wonderful 20 it was. Two plus three is a five. Uh, oh, good, dude. You also... Wait, have- slow down. I'm writing this down. You also have, and we we missed this. We, you all got to pay attention to what your characters can do. You have the crusher feet. So when you score a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage to a creature, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of your next turn. Oh, okay. Uh, or you can move it five feet to an unoccupied space, uh, provided that it, the target is no more than one size larger than you. I don't know. It, it is, is, actually, yeah. It is. Uh, okay, well, attack rolls have advantage against this thing until its next turn. So that's okay. 16. Perfect. You can roll again. Uh, mm. What? You have the crusher, right? Isn't that what you said? So well, he attack, hit with not his, damage, uh, the attack. Yeah, roll. and also he hit with his second attack. So technically he did not have this advantage until. Yeah. Um, and now I will do. Um, right. So I'm going to go ahead and hit him with my big arms now. Are you doing a your, flurry of your blows? Your SpongeBob pink there arms. Yes. Okay, go ahead and spend a key point and make uh, two more strikes. Am I the only one who pictures those big arms like when, when SpongeBob blows up big arms to look muscly on the beach? I think you might be, yeah. Well, I mean, not in the world. I just mean on this call. Is it canon 12. that they're pink? So a 12 no, misses, but you green. have advantage on this first attack. Oh, yeah, right. 14 plus 5, 19. That, that does hit. All right. So that's a D8. D8 plus 3. Ah, more like it. That's an 8 plus 311. Okay, yeah, the first attack hits. Okay, now one more. 18? 18 does hit. Perfect. I won't roll the second one then. Save everybody a little time. I'll go ahead and roll the second one. You might, you might crit. I guess it's You've done it twice already. Uh, 22, though. Uh, yeah, that's good. And the damage on that one is uh, 5 plus 3. 3. Uh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Was that 19 points of damage? It's a, po- a lot of foot pounding. Yeah. Uh, you knock this thing's fucking foot off. Uh, nice! And it, it, it falls. It's just in, a flesh wound. It falls in the direction that it, uh, that, that it no longer has this leg. Uh, and as it falls and collides with the ground, you're done, right? Yeah, that's all the attacks I okay, got. Okay, it's going to take a legendary action. Uh, Whoa. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? You just made that up. What's a legendary uh, action? Legendary oh, action. Griffin's can... been watching How I Met Your Mother. Legendary, baby. Have you... This action's going to be legend. Wait for it. Have you met Jeb? Um, so uh, this- Dairy. Wait, this, I'm waiting for it. I'm still waiting it. for it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the uh, le- a legendary action is something that basically bosses can take at the end of another creature's turn, uh, and as okay. it falls, uh, you see part of it start to sort of coalesce into the ground. Uh, only when that happens, more coral starts to uh, climb up from the ground around your body, Amber. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Boys, these rolls are so good. You are picking a very good episode to be, to have that hot hand. I'm saving them for, we were saving them for dragons. Yeah, I'll say. You should have had more dragons. Uh, It tries to uh, uh, restrain you with ghostly binding. Uh, But 
you fucking flex and the, your sleeves fall off and so does this coral that was trying to uh, surround you. Uh, and coral goes flying all over the room and this thing, uh, you know, tries to climb back up to its uh, original standing height. And it is in this state that you find it, Zooks, still hovering in the air. What do you do? So it's not on the... Is it still on the ground? Uh, I mean, is it, it is. still prone? Uh, no, You are is. confused, I think, by uh, Griffin's hanging participle. You are hovering in the air. The dragon is not. No, the dragon's not hovering in the air. It is, it is standing back up, though, on three legs. Is it already back up? Yeah. You do have advantage on any attacks you want to do on it, though. Okay. Zooks leaps onto its neck as close to the head as possible and I want to try and use the whole coral shaping ability like he used to make the spires okay to fuck up his neck to fuck up his neck to try to sever its head whoa That uh, is an intro. Can I just say that people don't normally use those interchangeably? Like somebody wouldn't be like, "Yes, the guillotine was used uh, on the French nobility to just really fuck up to their fuck necks. their neck up pretty bad." <laughs> but Although it did. It did. It I mean, did, hey, I listen. Say. I want people to start using it interchangeably <laughs> right. now. Uh, what do you think happened here, detective? Well, clearly someone came in and just really fucked up their neck. Ah, that's disgusting. Uh, I will allow it. I want you to make an animal handling check, and I'm going to say this is going to be a, uh, with a DC 16, you will fuck up his neck. If you get a DC 20, I, I will allow the head to be severed. Those are the stakes. Okay. Do I have bardic inspiration? No. no. Wait, do you consider this an attack? No, this is no. not. This is specifically not an attack. Mm. 23. Wow. Okay, um, here is is what happens. You uh, land on its neck and it bucks up rodeo style, trying to launch you off of it. But you maintain a tight grasp on the sort of coral vertebra that that make up this thing, and it starts to change color. It starts to become sort of prismatic in the way that you are able to, to change this coral, uh, which I would assume is also leeching out of Zooks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to make you take damage because I didn't set those those stakes and also you rolled incredibly well. Um, but as that happens, the coral starts to kind of uh, swell up uh, and mutate a bit and then its skull becomes a little bit too heavy for its, its mutated vertebra to hold up anymore. And you all hear a cracking sound, and the head uh, falls down to the ground with a uh, a sickening crunch. Okay, I'm just going. Hey, to- Dad, you really fucked up that thing's neck. You <laughs> sure fuck- did in a major fucked way. It up real good, yeah. Uh, and it's day. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Go ahead and roll. I, I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna cut this thing's health in half. Well, yeah, his head's off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Makes a lot of sense. That is a lot. I'm not going to tell you the exact amount of damage, but it's a lot. Uh, Will you tell me later? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, And its head is now on the ground. Uh, I will say this. The head appears to still be moving. 
Uh, its jaws are opening and, and closing. Yeah. No sound is coming out of it. Oh, uh, <laughs> but it's, I figure it's, we got like yeah, skeleton logic. Yeah, you know? uh, but its body is also still standing, uh, yeah. albeit with a sort of like rainbow spire at, at the end of its neck now. Uh, and with that, we are back up to the top of the order with Devo. Um, Griffin. Yes. With everything this dragon's been through, yeah. and the fact that uh, currently Zeus is connected to it, if I were to try to do suggestion, would you say it would have disadvantage? No. Well, I also flexed Will on it pretty hard. You did, but uh, this is, I don't, there's, I'm not, you all are doing very well in this fight, and that's I'm not fair, going to fair, allow it an easy out like that. Okay. Uh, you no longer have disadvantage on uh, on on attacks against this thing because it has gotten back around to its turn. In fact, you have advantage on attack rolls because of the yeah, uh, crushing. Attacks are not good. Sure, yeah. Unless I want to throw a boomerang at a dragon, which is the most bonkers thing. Like if a knight rolled up to a city where a dragon was attacking, he was like, "Don't worry, everybody, I'm gonna throw this stick at it." Everybody like, "It's cool, man. Just wait till the real knight gets here." Um, I am gonna use suggestion though. Okay. Um, so it will have to make a, uh, well, okay, hold on. Yeah, I mean, okay. It says in the description, attack slash save, but it's not an attack, right? Spell. No, it's a wisdom save. Okay, great. Uh, so it needs to make a wisdom save. Okay. Um, and I am going to uh, pour my will into it, right? Think about Zeus's, um, you know, kind of coral interactions. And I'm going to suggest, perhaps command, that he turn into uh, stairs to reach the higher platform. Become stairs, dragon. Yes, become stairs. Return to your natural stair state. Yeah. The way you once were before all of this began. Return to it. Stairs. A dragon a dragon cannot break. It can simply become stairs. Yeah, I believe uh, Mitch Hedberg said that. The okay, so poet. you have uh, a save DC of 14. Its wisdom save stat is plus seven. So I'll roll a Jeez. d20. It don't got a brain. I'm going to roll a, a d20 in front of everyone. And if it is a seven or above, it saves. That is a nine. Damn it. Barely saves against your suggestion that it becomes stairs. Although I will say, if that had worked, defeating a boss by turning it into stairs would have been some next level shit. Um, Thank you. I try really hard. Yeah. I wanted it to be something good on the show, but you took that away from me. Well, the dice, really the dice, the dice, the dice I'm just saying, like, you. it would have been a thing that people right. talked about, like, oh, yeah, yeah, critical role, what? They turned a boss into stairs on Adventure Zone. <laughs> but instead, Griffin took that away from me, and it did, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'll just toil in obscurity for another year. Well, um, yeah. It's fine. Get him next It'll time make the next... No, I don't think I will, because uh, it's, it's fine. But it's possible. It'll make the next time you try to turn a boss into stairs and succeed even sweeter. I can't think of a case where that would happen, but... Now I'm going to try it every time. This is the clip that will play in like six years when you yeah. turn a boss into stairs in one of our campaigns. Yeah. I'll be like, he, he said it. He called it. What's going to suck is I'll turn a boss into a ramp and we'll be like, oh, it's, so uh, it's close enough. Close enough. I was almost there. No, I won't accept <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, you, right now, Matthew Mercer is at a dinner party. He's at a Denny's. <laughs> all the guests just heard him. At, yeah, at the Denny's. And all the guests just heard him like silently exclaim to himself, Oh, thank fuck. Oh, thank Christ. Because that's like one more year where he gets to be. Uh, my little, my the little birds tell me. Uh, okay. Do you have a bonus action you'd like to do? Uh, do I? Oh, you know what I will do? What's that? 
So bonus action. Gonna change how my glamour weave looks. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna become stairs. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my glamour, glamour weave to look like MC Escher's uh, staircases. Okay, just, just for, as a little taunt, just as a little like for I the attack you stairs. failed to do. I will make you stairs. Hey, okay, I uh, will not rest until you become. This stairs. thing hates that you tried to turn it into stairs, Devo, and it is going to attack you <laughs> uh, with its claws. Uh, the first attack is a twenty versus AC. I mean, yeah, it definitely hits. Okay, uh, that is going to be a an eight versus uh, damage. Eight damage. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, and its second claw attack is a twenty-two. Yeah, that hits too, Griffin. Thank you. And that is going to be. Thank you for including me in your game. Uh, that is going to be, uh, 14 points of damage. Oh, no! I'm down. Okay. I'm at uh, negative one points. Devo one falls zero. unconscious. Uh, I got hit by the thing, and I don't know if anyone can heal me. Yeah, that's a, gr- that's a really great point. Uh, the head is going to do something now. So not only is Dick oh, Griffin We not, just made two monsters. Uh, this stopped this, me from becoming, turning him to stairs and they made me go sleepy. Uh, it sort of opens its jaw very quickly and the head uh, goes up into the air and then it crashes to the ground at your feet. Amber, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Mm, that's a 16 plus 521. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, it crashes through the ground at your feet, and the ground gives way. Shit. And you fall uh, through the hole, and with a 21, you fall into that chamber that was sort of below you all that the spiral staircase climbed up toward. Uh, but you manage to catch yourself on a step of the spiral staircase as the skull continues to fall down and crashes basically all the way through the tower. Um, make, that seems like a mistake on his part. Make a perception check for me, Amber. Who's Amber? Four plus three. Uh, God, I hate film perception checks. There's nothing that makes me Because you know there were all I'd ra- there I'd rather, I'd rather oh, wait. have a... You have bardic inspiration. You could maybe bump that up. You can if you'd like. Okay, let me so use my bar. What D- is that? D8. D8. Whoa. Yeah, baby. From Very beyond smart. the grave. Eight. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha All right. 15. Uh, with a 15, you hear the sound of battle coming from the room below you, the, the foyer where Kodira stayed behind. Uh, to watch watch y'all's backs. Uh, that is the the skull is the skull is neutralized though the skull is completely gone at this point. Um, next in the order is is Amber. Kadir, hold on, I'm coming. And I'll I'll rush down to rush to where Kadir is. Okay, uh, you're just going down the the stairs that you came up. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. uh, I don't think any you guys I don't got think it. anybody else. I'm dead. This thing's on the ropes. <laughs> I'm, I'm on death saves. I don't think uh, anybody else could make this run in six seconds. Uh, but Amber, you are able to just leap down 
the enormous uh, spiral staircase and you uh, hop over the rail into the foyer where uh, you were when you first climbed up into the tower. And you see that the battle is maybe not a good word for the sound that you heard. Um, it is a massacre. You see that Kodira has obliterated every single one of the coral beings that remained in this room. Um, they are all smashed to bits, decomposing back down into the floor. And when you land in the foyer, you see Kodira turn to face you. And when she does, that red eye, Koda's eye, is on her forehead, and it is flaming bright red. And she stands up as she sees you and kind of dusts, dusts herself off. And she does not open her mouth, but you hear a voice say, Don't. We've been trying to reach now, you about your car's extended work. <laughs> you hear a voice say, Well, don't freeze up now, Miss Green. Your destiny is waiting. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. 
Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hal Loveland here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Come 
Kodira is standing a, a, a good distance away from you in this foyer, uh, surrounded by just smashed coral bodies. Uh, you can also see that she has destroyed a couple of the sort of ring-like gateways that are scattered all across the room. Um, and she is clearly not herself. Like, her her stature has changed as she has been uh, apparently so consumed by uh, the will of the old god that she serves. Um, and she looks at you and says... Or rather, the voice coming from her says, I can tell from Kodira's quickened heart rate that she is afraid of what you might do next. So, I am curious, Miss Cree. What are you going to do next? What do you... What do you want? What do you want with me? I want to stop the spread of a disease that destroyed this world and my world and the many worlds that it was visited upon before that. I want to ensure that magic never makes its way into another reality again. And in order to do that, I will destroy any being that seeks to further that goal. Tell me, him. So, so, so the coral. Yes, the coral. What about the rest of the brown are? Mm, they are an abomination, and right. I thought you'd say that they. I tolerate their existence as long as they do not uh, seek to ruin another world as this world has been ruined. So walk me through it. Like, I'm open to it. I'm, I don't have a lot of ground. I'm like, what are you, what's your, what's your plan? Tell me your plan. Cause I don't want to oppose you cause I hear you're going to annihilate anybody who does that. But like, what you, so what's your plan? My plan, so to speak, is to remain ever vigilant against the oh. force of of magic, the unnatural force of magic, and anyone who wields it as magic simply wants to infect as many places and people as it possibly can. It is an endlessly hungry force that I have stood as the sole vanguard against for my entire existence. So you're, you're Coda, right? Yes. Where are you? Are you here? Mm, I don't occupy a single physical space anymore, um, which is in a way agonizing, but it allows me to accomplish my goals fairly efficiently. Um, Right now, I I am inside of Kodira, but I am also inside of... The ship. Oh, wow. That... Say it. Make him say it. Where? Justin, yeah, make him say which ship. What ship? The the ship that you and your kind built from my bones. The dreams of Deborah? 
You're trying to get me to say the name that you chose for my ship, for my, for my sarcophagus, and I refuse well, to acknowledge it. You guessed it. You guessed it. It's not as fun. So, okay, I understand long-term what your plan is. What's your short-term? Like, what, why are you here right now? What are you doing? I'm going to bring this tower low and destroy all of the coral beings that uh, seek to punch a hole through this world into the next. I failed in this regard in my own world, and yours has suffered because of it. Will you allow another world, the next world, to suffer in turn, or will you join me to erase magic from, from this world before it can penetrate another? All right, let me see if I grok this, because there's a lot, you know, for us earthlings. Sorry, for us. What would she say? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, there's a lot. Aetherians. More... more let me see if I grok this, because it's a lot for us um, mortals. You and the other vestiges were in a world of magic. Magic fucked up your whole scene. Now you're all are here, and you didn't want to do magic, but benevolence did the magic thing, and now you're worried it's fucking up here. And the Brian are trying to get to the next world, because this one's getting all fucked up, and you're like, actually, no. Magic's gonna die here, no matter if everything else here dies as well. Is that is that about it? I would say that your description does not paint me in the best light, but yeah, right. I know it's all in perspective. That it? is uh, also. I was I was thinking about it, guys. What do you think about for the white coral beings, Drynar? Oh, that's very you, good. Yeah, that's great. Actually, um, that's fantastic. Okay. Okay. He, he says you have the long and short of it. Yes. Kodira and the other chaperones joined me of their own volition. You possess a power that even I must admit is breathtaking. The arms? Yes. The big arms? Uh, when he says yes, uh, Kodira smiles. Um, and he says, you would be an unimaginable power for me if you would submit to my will but again the fear your friend is currently experiencing makes me believe that that is not likely to come to pass but I will ask nonetheless will you Ambergris join me in in my goals is it like a possession type thing because that's what it looks like is happening right now to 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 Kadira. Is it like a possession kind of deal? Or is it just like a yes sir I'm on it kind of thing? At times I am capable of taking control of one of my servants. Yes. But if if that is not something Oh man ah we could come to an arrangement. You had to use that word, didn't you? God you had to use that word. Servants? No, I can't. You know, I, I I'm kind of iffy on magic. I got a magic buddy or two, but I, I, I you know, even with the big arms, I'm kind of ambivalent about it, as well as ambidextrous. Oink. So, um, <laughs> but you said servant. Ugh. I can't. I can't do servant. I can't. I'm sorry. No. Gosh. 
you seem like one of the like top two coolest vestiges out there, but I can't help you with that with this one. I'm sorry, but I can't let you destroy the world either. Hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it would have been easier. Uh, no, no apologies necessary. Um, I should be clear. You will submit. Um, it's just whether or not uh, it. What? Sorry, go ahead. No, I want to know about everything I'm going to do. It's fascinating. You don't need to know. You. You just need to be there, he says. And Kodira starts to float up in the air. And you see that she is sort of outlined in bright red light. And the light seems to be concentrated like behind her. She is silhouetted in this red light. And you see that light start to take form. And it extends in six sort of branches from her back that crane forward in front of her and then branch off into smaller branches and then you realize that the form this red light is taking is the shape of six giant glowing red arms Zooks we're back up to you Amber has just uh, mm-hmm. scampered back down the stairs to check down on Katira. Uh, Devo is unconscious. Out. <laughs> yeah, Devo is unconscious on the ground. Uh, and the headless coral dragon uh, is still sort of thrashing thrashing about. What do you do? Um. Okay. We need Devo. Thank you. So, um, Zooks casts Healing Spirit. Is this an actual spell that Zooks... If I click spells, am I going to be disappointed? Or am I going to be... Go ahead. Click spells. I'm clicking spells. Wow, okay. All right. Healing Spirit, second level conjuration. I stand Good corrected. Job, Thank you. Uh, you. Letter of apology would have been good too, but okay. So, wait a minute. Um, healing Spirit calls forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. The intangible spirit appears in a space that is a five foot cube. You can see within range. The spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae. Of your choice. Okay. Um, it, uh, it restores 1d6 hit points to the creature. No action required. Yeah, you conjure this thing as a bonus action, and then it just heals creatures yeah. that move into its space or start its turn in the space. Okay. Are you just plopping this down right on Depot then? Yeah, and it's the shape of a great big manta ray. Great big Aww. manta ray that kind of wraps its big wings around Devo. Okay. And heals. So I roll 1d6? Uh, no, Diva will heal, roll 1d6 at the start of his turn. Uh, okay. So we will, we will, uh, we will do that uh, at the start of his turn. That is just your bonus action. You still have a regular action yeah. you can do. Um, I'm going to cancel uh, the hover and uh, drop 
drop onto the. You are no longer uh, hovering. You were riding on its neck. Uh, so you are astride the dragon. Okay, then I'm gonna slide down its okay. neck. Cool. Oh, yabba dabba, yes. <laughs> and that is something else, Trap. And and take a. <laughs> I just got yep. that. Uh, and I'm not that sh- I'm familiar with dragon anatomy. I guess it's not like a brontosaurus where they have a brain in their head and one well, in their ass. Wait, match. You don't have a brain. That's a magic dragon. Yeah, brontosaurus is right. Don't they have a brain in their yeah, ass? They do. Wow. Uh, it's more of a cluster of nerves. That you just, learn like, kind something of... new on this podcast literally every day. It takes a long time for the thought to make it from the brain of a brontosaurus to its extremities. And so there's a little cluster of nerves there that like kind of amplifies it through. Okay. So, so, uh, like, so a, like an ass relay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, forget I even brought but that it's up. It's not like a second brain. It doesn't have like thoughts of its own that controls its ass. It, it is actually, you know, my turn. So I'm going to go my sliding. Head, my head brain is happy. My ass I, brain is I'm very hungry. depressed. Zooks is sliding down the spine of this dragon, Legolas style, and just, just is shooting uh, the crossbow, attacking that the place where the ass brain is. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your first attack roll. You no longer have advantage, but uh, you do get to take two attacks. Okay. Boom. That is a 14. That is not a hit. And that is a 10. Sadly, no. But I look cool doing this, right? You look, look, it looks cool. You look cool as you are uh, grinding down this thing's spine and shooting da-da, straight da-da, down, da-da, and da-da, it's just going da-da, through da-da. the rib cage and clinging into the floor. Uh, and you miss twice. Are you going to get off of it? No, I think I'm going to stop on it. Okay. Uh, it is going to take a legendary action. And it is going to uh, whip its tail up at you as you are grinding down it. How many of these legendary actions does it get? Uh, it can take one per turn, uh, or rather one one at the end of each character's turn. It has three per round. So I'm just going to say, Gary Gygax, if you're listening... It's not really legendary if you can do it like all the time. That's not like a le- then it's that is a like, twenty eight like, versus AC. I'm sorry that <laughs> yeah is. right. Uh, okay, uh, that's going to be twelve points of bludgeoning damage uh, <laughs> as the tail just sort of whips back and smashes into you, uh, and now you are uh, prone on this thing's back. Uh, and we move on to Devo. Devo, you may heal for 1d6. Sick, bro. Yes, no no death saves required for you. A five. Okay, a five, you are conscious, you are prone, though. Um, well, how's, how is this thing looking, Griffin? It looks Can pretty I do... bad. I see, pretty bad, you say. Yes. And I'm still like in this things. How many uh, healing turns does this thing get, Dad? As this manta ray, this spiritual manta ray clings to my back or whatever. Um, it gets. Wait a minute here. I actually have that called up. 
It's uh, one plus the spell casting ability modifier. So he gets five turns. And his name is Charles, by the way. Okay, great. I am going to st- uh, stand. Okay. That is your move action. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to, with my, their, their glowing eyes, look at this mm, stupid skeleton dragon thing looking all dumb with no head and one foot and one leg or whatever, one wing. And I'm going to start commenting on all of those things in my weird whisper language. <laughs> And I'm saying, like, look at you. Your head fell through the tower. Um, and cast Dissonant Whispers. So it needs to make a wisdom save. At third level? Uh, actually, at f- yeah, at third level. Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, it has a plus seven wisdom Correct. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, no, that's a four plus seven and 11. It fails. I should have told it to become stairs again. God damn it. Yeah, okay. if you had done it this time, <laughs> this thing would be stairs for sure. This thing would be an escalator if you had done it this time. Uh, I hit it for 18 points of psychic damage right in its ass brain. Uh, okay. Uh, when that happens, you feel a, uh, like a shriek of pain from Benefactor Orlean. Uh, and the hollow dragon... Oh, that feels good. ...rears backward. I'm sure it does. That heals, like, two points of psychic damage. Does it, It's not going to increase my health at all. It just feels fucking good. Uh, it rears backwards and collapses into a pile of coral, uh, kind of on top of Zooks. Uh, and... There's a big sort of plume of dust that goes up into the air, this white coral stuff that that just sort of floofs upwards from where this thing crashes to the ground. And you start to, after you feel that sort of shriek of pain, you feel panic from Benefactor Orlean. And then you feel a wave of his influence try to grab hold of you in one last sort of desperate maneuver. Uh, I want you and Zooks to make charisma saving throws. Is that something... What is the wording on counter charm? As an action, you can perform until the end of your next turn. You have already taken an action this turn. Oh, am I still in combat? We are still in combat. Uh, so I need you and Zooks to be, both make charisma saving throws. Um, I already do also naturally have advantage against being charmed, just okay. FYI. So you can roll with advantage. But I got Five. a nat 20. Nat 20, baby. Okay. That's a crit. You feel this wave of influence try to grab hold of you. And... You lean on the certainty that you now feel that the student has become the teacher, that you are capable of doing things that Benefactor Orlean could only dream of. And with that sense of sort of satisfaction, you maybe don't notice as the uh, debris pile that the dragon collapsed into starts to shift. And... Moments later, I think you do realize it because Zooks climbs out of the pile and 
he is just kind of wavering there, barely keeping his footing. But then he snaps to an almost sort of militaristic pose and looks down at you and aims his crossbow right in your direction. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.